Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. My name is Andrew Newworth. You can reach me on the phone at 215-259-3687 or on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. I was thinking that it'd be nice if the podcast were sponsored by like Tums or other things that give you some comfort when I'm giving you heartburn on the other side of a case of you. So I'm going to be working on sponsorship for heartburn-related stuff. Anyway, um, but I want to talk to you today about pedestrians getting hit by cars. So I have a case now that I'm working on where a lady was just plum run over by a car that obviously wasn't looking where it was going. Um, absolutely no excuse for it. And... You know, that's, they're pretty simple cases, but oftentimes, for whatever reason, I haven't run into too many of them where there's a lot of insurance coverage. So you end up with these kind of horrific injuries, um, like multiple fractured legs or, you know, scarring or permanent, you know, damage to your lymph system in your legs. It's usually legs where the, you know, car hits you. You know, hopefully it's not a child. And then, you know, whoever's driving has 15000 or 25000 or even $50,000 in coverage, and it's just not sufficient. Just, you know, no amount of money is really sufficient if someone suffers a broken leg or broken something in a car accident with when it's car versus person because, you know, I could go in front of a jury and get, you know, a hundred or 200000 against the driver just for the driver being an idiot and for the severity of the injury. But so far, at least in eight years, ten years of doing this, that's not how it's played out. So, um, I don't know why that is, but that's, that's the way it is. You know, Pennsylvania, the minimum insurance coverage is $15,000, which is not a lot of money these days that hasn't increased in forever. So it's basically a, you know, a giveaway to the insurance companies that they can run these tiny little crappy policies and not really have much exposure. You know, if someone has a $15,000 policy on their car, they're not paying a lot for it. The insurance company is gambling that they're going to, you know, make more money on premiums than they lose. And they're, they're right about that based on their, you know, computer models. But you're really not doing very much for people you're hitting or injury victims if you're supplying $15,000 in coverage. The insurance company can, you know, may say that they are. But, you know, frankly, if there's 15 in coverage there and not much else... You know, that's like a boo-boo in my world. You know, that doesn't cover people for much of anything. So, you know, look, it's just one of the many giveaways to the insurance company. That's a story for another day. But people who are hit by cars as pedestrians, you know, the only thing that really matters to me usually is that you're in the crosswalk or near a crosswalk or, you know, there's some argument to be made that, you know, you were you were not doing anything wrong. The driver may say that they couldn't see you or, or this or that, but there's really no excuse for ever hitting a pedestrian in a crosswalk. So, you know, those cases just turn on insurance coverage. And, you know, why would you not take that case as a lawyer? Of course, you're going to take that case. Whether there's enough coverage to go after is a different question. That's more of a, a you know, a legal question. Um, you know, and, and why is that an issue? Because as lawyers, we know that you know, the low-hanging fruit, the easy path is to just take the insurance coverage and yell at the claim rep until they give you the full coverage, which usually they will on one of these cases. 
that very few people have substantial assets, and those people usually have much higher coverage limits because they want to protect themselves and they can afford it. So there's usually not a lot of money to go after beyond the insurance coverage. So you're kind of stuck. If someone has $15,000 in insurance coverage and no assets, that's all you get. There's really nothing more to go after. So it's upsetting for the lawyer, it's upsetting for the family, but that's just sort of the facts of life. Um, you know, I've had several situations recently over the years where <clears throat> young people have been hit by cars or actually by motorcycles, um, you know, walking home from school or, you know, playing in the neighborhood. And in those situations, they're siblings sometimes are with them or cousins and their siblings or cousins see them injured and their siblings or cousins actually have a claim against the defendant driver for negligently uh, basically causing the the observers or the witnesses emotional distress so you know well what does that mean well you know if johnny's hit by a motorcycle and taken to chop you know for surgery his cousin who's walking with him has a claim um, against the driver who hit Johnny. Why does he have a claim? Well, you know, it, assuming that the cousin had some emotional distress, and there's legal, you know, bounds to what that is, but, you know, if they have emotional distress, they can make a claim. I've had situations where the witnesses who have the emotional distress claim will end up with more... <laughs> more in their pocket than the person who gets hit by the car or the motorcycle. It's weird, but that's sometimes just how things play out. But at least it's a way for me as a lawyer to do something for um, for the child and for their family, more than just the 15 I could get for the uh, in injured person. So the policies are written as 15 per accident or 30. It's usually one and then double the one for the total accident. So... If there's 15 for one person, that means there's 30 for the whole accident. So if there are two people, then they share 15 each. If there's three people, then it's 10 each, so on and so forth. So, you know, I've had situations where there are two cousins who witness a bad accident. The first one may get 15. The other two can share, you know, 7,500. It's not a lot of money, but it's, it's a little bit of sort of a pound of flesh for the family. It's a little bit of, you know... I, as a lawyer, did everything I could to try and fix the situation. But a lot of times the facts are, and the insurance coverage is what it is. I've had, you know, more than a few conversations with people, you know, family members who are new to the legal system, and, and they'll say to me, well, you know, my pastor says, you know, Johnny's case is worth $300,000. And I agree with him. Johnny's case is worth $300,000, but there's only $50,000 in coverage there. You know, and it's that's just the breaks. That's kind of life, and it's not fair. But, you know, oftentimes the person who hits you on a motorbike or on a, you know, driving a Honda Civic, and they only have 30000 in coverage or 50000 in coverage, that's that. You know, it's just uh, kind of the way it is. If your family can't afford to put insurance on your car, then, you know, that's just the risk you take, and, and your only recourse really is, is to come find me as your lawyer and try and get my help. But I'm constrained by what there is, and that's about it. I have to uh, go. I'm getting ready for a trial, and that's Ask Andy.
I'm happy to help you with car versus pedestrian accidents and try and figure out the best resolution for your case. Take care. Have a great week. <laughs>